Hi guys, so welcome to the first episode of the Pro Mindset Show and I'll be honest, I wanted this to be about half an hour to 45 minutes long and I've tried to edit this footage down but I just can't. So both the podcast and the YouTube show are going to be just over an hour long. I couldn't bring myself to take out any of the fantastic material. So here we go, it's the first episode of the Pro Mindset Show. I will see you there. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Pro Mindset Show. I'm Will Lockett, I help entrepreneurs basically reach their dreams through shifting their mindset, but I'm joined with the wonderful Ben Robertson. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so, um, Ben, could you introduce yourself, introduce yourself to the people at, uh, at home watching and listening? Yeah, of course. So, um, so my name's Ben Robinson. I'm a local property investor based here in Birmingham. Um, so basically a little bit about myself. Um, so I'll keep it brief because I know we're going to go into quite a lot of detail later on. But basically I started out um, my career as a gardener uh, many, many moons, moons ago. <laughs> Worked in that industry for, for five years. Three fingers. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> kind of fell into IT briefly, then sales, and then fell into property three and a half years ago. So I've done very various different strategies from there, but I found my kind of calling in my home now in, in rent rate, shall we say. So. Which is fantastic. And, I, and, I, and I've watched you kind of that, that last transition. I've been lucky enough to kind of see a little bit <laughs> of that going on, which has been beautiful to watch. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's also for not necessarily the people who are listening to this, but the people who are watching this, um, you're actually, you're, how old are you? 27? 27, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. people watching this might think that I'm older. Um, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not happy about that. But it, it's, I think it's, it's fantastic that you've had, you know, the, the, you've had such a wonderful transition between different, uh, you know, different um, uh, career paths, let's say. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you've been able to kind of go from one to the other, which, which is absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, so thank you very much for that intro. And... Mm -hmm. uh, so we all already spoke a little bit about personal growth, and by the sounds of it, you're, as you said, you kind of, you know, you were a gardener, you were IT, mm -hmm. you kind of, you've gone through that. Um, can you tell everyone a little bit more about your personal growth journey? What did you do to go from a gardener mm -hmm. to being? really successful in the property business what what was that journey like up here yeah so I, I think the biggest thing for me was um basically when, when i moved to london the first time was with my my ex-partner and um we, we briefly broke up so i moved back to birmingham decided that i needed to be back down in london so i just started applying for everything and anything in terms was that of jobs. Out, of, out of necessity just, yeah, just of course. going yeah through. that was it so yeah. so the, the i got a few interviews and one of them was for a direct sales job which is door to door yeah um selling energy uh, so anyway, so I, I met back up with my ex-partner and I'll never forget she was like, Benny, you crazy. She was like, <laughs> you, you're a real recluse. How are you going to do a door-to-door -door sales job? And uh, I think through that kind of you can't do it really mm -hmm. instilled in me, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove. Yeah, you know, gonna go exactly that. Yeah. But Because, uh, uh, I mean, about well, a big part of my mind was telling me, well, of course she's right. How, how are you going to do this? You only speak to people when you're spoken to. How mm -hmm. are you going to do this? But I was like, right, okay, just got to push through. Um, so in, in that role, there was a lot of sort of sales training and stuff like that and development within the role uh, but of course it was a commission only uh, job so yeah, yeah. so I mean the, the commission wasn't particularly great London's an expensive city mm. <laughs> um, so I simply had no choice 
but to sort of deliver and uh, yeah. and sort of all pull through. So um, so in doing that, that kind of pulled me out of my uh, out my shell, so we say personally. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of um, sort of uh, overspilled onto my professional life. Um, which, which is fantastic because I absolutely love this when I talk to people. A lot of people think that people who have grown massively and had success have had a lot of luck. In actual mm -hmm. fact, I find it's people who've had massive adversity. They, mm -hmm. They've really had to overcome something, and yep. that's been like the pulling of the back of the boat and launch the arrow forward. Hundred percent. Yeah, and and yeah. It, it's it's such an interesting thing that people see adversity and and these having to do these things at a necessity. You can you can look upon them as really negative <laughs> and like oh I'm trapped here. How am that's I going to move forward? Yeah. But you've been able to take that experience mm. and just apply some massive action and yeah. just get some fantastic yeah. results. So that, that is absolutely 100%, because I, I think where, where there's pain and not say suffering, um, it's, uh, like it's really, adversity, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly, that, that's yeah. where growth happens. It's not when things, it's, it's not in your comfort zone, is no, it? It's when no. you push out your comfort zone no. where you're like, right, I need to change in order to grow. Exactly, if you're, mm. if you're comfortable, then you're not mm. growing. Exactly. It, it, mm. And yeah, it, it's so true. So, so compared to where you were then, compared to where you are now, in mm -hmm. terms of mindset, do you feel like you've got a much more I get a lovely sense of perspective of mm -hmm. you. you, you mm -hmm. You're quite, you know, you can tell you've been through stuff and you can tell mm -hmm. you're quite happy about what the way things are going. Do you reckon your mindset's in a better place now? Or oh, do you reckon it was it was yeah, out of necessity yeah, yeah. that caused it to, and to grow? A hundred percent. I mean, I think, so it was out of absolute necessity that I had to change my, my, my mindset. Mm. Well, growing up as a teenager, I was a very angry teenager you know I had a lot of, <laughs> a lot of challenges and stuff I think so, a lot of people there can probably yeah, yeah. yeah of course so, so that was an absolute necessity that I had to change that way but I remember so when I first moved to London after, after, so after I left that job I, I, I essentially locked myself in my room for six months and just wow. read personal development books Fantastic. and I, I think the first one that really changed the way that my mindset worked was mm. um, The Chimp Paradox it's a really interesting book that mm. it's starting mm. to understand I have to say it's one of the books which I haven't read but mm. I've read all the ones which kind of reference it mm. and, and talk about it yeah. mm -hmm. and uh, I mean I, this is the thing when I was coaching Team GB there was a lot of people who's including myself when I was sailing <laughs> whose mm. anger just got in the way of them yeah, yeah. and you know mm. throwing the toys out the pram as this soon as it. something kind of went wrong uh, and it's it stops growth and learning so quickly doesn't yeah. it because like you know, <laughs> you know if, if the race doesn't quite go to plan or mm. if, you know, if, if you're a teenager and something doesn't quite go right and you yeah. go ah bollocks and everything goes out the pram that you've shut off any ability to learn exactly. and grow yeah. and uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting there's a lot of sports people as well have that I forgot the name but there is people over there might know there, there is a tennis player who um, threw all the toys at his pram and his dad went right that's it no no taking the racket off you you're not, you're not <laughs> playing anymore and he went oh crap I've got to sort myself out yeah. and, he, and he took just like you shut himself away took the time to mm -hmm. actually make sure that emotions weren't running wild because Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing as well. You've got to be emotionally intelligent yeah. and be self-aware mm. of yourself. You know, you can't let your emotions run wild through you and, and, and go. Um, and, and I think that's uh, particularly because I know you've had some experience with uh, yourself and with others in terms of like challenge growing mm -hmm. up, you know, with, with teenagers. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a big thing for them to learn because they don't have anybody to teach them. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I found that with, with coaching as well. Mm -hmm. There were certain kids who their ability to understand these emotions were, mm -hmm. they're only used to people reacting that's it. rather yeah. than taking control mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to hear that you've come through that so yeah. that actually leads on to my next question really really well mm -hmm. which is this You've been through one heck of a journey, and, mm -hmm. and just so that people who are listening know, he's been really humble, and he's not gone anywhere near into <laughs> enough detail. But what was the biggest challenge 
you found over the past few years? What, like, in terms of mindset and how you were thinking? Was there any, like, massive block you had to overcome? Yeah, so I, th I think the, the main challenge that I had, particularly since I've been in property, to be honest, I mean, I mean one of the most daunting things that I, I found when I came into property yeah. was, I'll, I'll never forget, that my first ever networking event was in the Kensington Pin. Also, so, a nice small one. Just, just so yeah. people who aren't pin or property related, this is basically it's a big meeting. How big is the Kensington one? About hundred people. Hundred, hundred ten. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So this mm. is a monthly meeting that happens, mm. and basically the London ones are full of very high net worth individuals mm. or people who are, um, you know, doing big things in property. And it's daunting, isn't it? When, when you first go in, particularly yeah. if you're, you know, young as well, and you're going yeah. in, and it's like, oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't belong here. Exactly it's, that. Um, yeah. So I remember. So I must have been. I think it was probably about. 23 or 24 at the time Good age. I just Good got age. in it was Evo and Miro basically said look yeah. you need to go to these you need to go to all the networking events so you can meet Network. new contacts you can yeah. get your, your education and so anyway so I, I walked in and, and people were like well what do you do what's your property strategy how many properties have you got and I was like Wow, I'm in the wrong room here, you know. <laughs> and 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 for I, I kind of forced myself to go to about seven or eight meetings a month. Just just got just turned up. Just, Head down. Just, that, that's it. Yeah. But, and was but, that about the network, or is it about surrounding yourself with the right mindset people? Well, that's it. So so that was so number yeah. one was getting the nuggets from the speakers that went there, mm. um, and just generally going to learn and push my comfort zone. So for the first, I'd say for the first six months to twelve months, I was just I, I felt like a complete imposter. I was like, what? Why am I in this room for? Yeah. You know. Um, and um, and I think so. You kind of think at every level of your, your property journey or your career or whatever mm. it may be that those insecurities will go away, but they Never just do. morph into something else. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, often it, 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 it often things like imposter syndrome it is actually uh, it's not it's not it's nothing about you and your ability. Mm -hmm. It's actually your own self uh, perception. It's your own self awareness yeah. which kind yeah. of which is coming in, mm -hmm. which is really interesting because it's something which is so easily curable and I know that particularly mm. with property like mm. you know because the two of us are obviously in property and we've spent you know I think I've spent about three years mm -hmm. in, in in this kind of ecosystem you spend a bit longer in it mm -hmm. but people do just suddenly go from nothing to everything yeah, 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 and so yeah. um, when you've got this huge amount of growth around you mm -hmm. a lot of people start suffering from imposter syndrome because like mm -hmm. a year ago they were someone who didn't know what the foggiest what they were doing yeah, and yeah. everything, but now they've mm. suddenly got like a million pound portfolio and they're like this huge expert, but in their mm. head, they've not adjusted their perspective of who they are. Exactly, yeah. So it's yeah. a lot of, sometimes mm. it's a lot of taking kind of, uh, you know, account of who you are and how you've grown. Yeah. I think it's also quite interesting because it also points, uh, and, and you know, by, by all means, if you want to disagree with me here, mm -hmm. please do. But I find that actually a lot of people see their worth in what they've done and what they're doing now, not in their ability to grow. Exactly. And yeah, actually yeah. your ability to do massive effort and to learn quick and grow, because yeah. that's something we, we haven't even touched on yet, is the fact that you've learned and implemented straight away. And, mm -hmm. doo -doo -doo. Mm -hmm. and that means that you can pretty much go into any sphere and grow. And, yeah. you know, so it's interesting the fact that you have a, a little bit of that. Yeah. Because yeah. I, you know, I thought that you'd have been someone who would have actually being able to kind of see the worth in your growth so mm -hmm. it's, it's it's interesting and, and everyone i think has a bit of imposter syndrome yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, mm -hmm. it, it's something as you know you can't take take it away yeah. um mm -hmm. I, I will say the one thing that really helped me because i did really struggle with it was when i started speaking 
Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and I got up at some of these 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 networking events. Now, I haven't done any big ones. I think the biggest one I've done was fifty or sixty. Mm. Actually, just down the road here in Birmingham. Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was there. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, mm. it was it was great. I absolutely mm. loved it. And mm. the fact that people were like, "Oh, that's really valuable. Thank yeah. you." Yeah, it was really good. And I was like, "Oh, mm. you didn't know that?" Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I do know something. That's and so it. actually, sometimes it's really good to listen to the feedback you get from the crowd. Yeah. And mm. I think as entrepreneurs and, and and investors and and actually weirdly musicians. Okay. Um, are so isolated, really. Yeah. We work on our true, own. We lock true. ourselves away. And we, we, we perfect things yeah. and we're not actually out there with people doing things it's quite a lonely journey yeah. um, mm. and this is where athletes are completely different because they're out there with people constantly yeah. measuring themselves so they don't have imposter syndrome it's like yeah no mm. I won yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got it uh, and we don't have that yeah, yeah you definitely haven't got the same reference points have you yeah, no yeah, no yeah. no and particularly as you know I mean, actually we were talking about this before we put the camera on was that you know so many people don't actually tell the whole story when it comes to business mm. and stuff they put a bit of a face on yeah and yeah. it's like no, no everything's going really great yeah, and it's yeah. like the business might not have been growing as much as they are or you know because mm. we were talking before about the fact that you know that we do have some voids in our property well, I, I definitely have some mm -hmm. voids in our yeah, properties yeah, and we're kind of too. working through mm. that as well and it's there's no picnic yeah yeah but, exactly. we, but we're pushing and yeah, it's going well yeah, that's it. um so i think actually opening up about that kind of stuff as well mm. is a really good way of kind of just Disheveling it because uh, I think 100%. Yeah, sometimes if you take the mask off, other people do, don't they? Yeah, because I, I think uh, I, I'm guessing it happened, but it definitely happens in other to provide for yourself, for your mm -hmm. son, mm -hmm. uh, you know, various other things as well. Yeah, yeah, that's really difficult. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. Um, you know, and actually being open and talking about that that's it. Yeah. really helps with keeping up here mm. kind of void of anything because if you feel like you're happy, void of anything and negative because you're able to talk about that's it. That's it, yeah. Um, would, would you agree? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, because essentially, so with. MR so um, mm. the one rental business that we have we, we, we all the money is being kept in there for for like future purchases and yeah. stuff so for the first oh should we say 10 months in doing that I didn't pay myself anything yeah so it was like kind of running around working 15 hour days seven days a week having no time and equally no money yes yeah. uh, it was very tough and then you've it's got difficult. people that care about you very much that you love they're like what, what are you, are you doing? doing? Yeah. What's going on? What are you doing? Yeah. Go and get a job. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I've had the exact same conversations. Mm. And, and for anyone out there who's thinking of going on the kind of journey that we've gone on, mm -hmm. it's bloody difficult. Yeah. Um, however, if it's something you really enjoy and yep. it properly aligns with you, because I get mm. this lovely buzz off you about the fact that this is great and you can see how it's going to help your family in the future. Yeah. And mm. oh, I just freaking love it. Mm. Um, you can just see that. We're absolutely fine with that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to not get paid. And, yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to work harder because mm -hmm. it's going to pay off later, and that That's leads it. into like delayed gratitude That's and it. Yeah. all that kind of stuff, which mm. is a completely different topic. I, and I could go on about that for hours, yeah, yeah. but I have I have got some prepared questions. <laughs> I'm determined to stick to. Um, so, so next question, um, and this is something I think is going to be an interesting one actually because of what we've just been talking about. Mm. So you've gone through quite a lot in the mm -hmm. past year. Do you have any like inspiring beliefs about the world or yourself? Is there anything that like like you know like uh, your is it what's it called sort of the epitaph of Ben? You know, <laughs> what is it that, like that, that you really believe in? Um, so so for me it was um, it, it's quite strange because I mean I, I suppose it's almost well, not rare but for me um, I'm not financially motivated so I'm quite happy to, to live off the bare minimum. Mm. Um, I've never been motivated by money whatsoever. I'm motivated by impact. Um, yeah. So the main thing I, I'll never forget. So when I was um, when I was sort of 16, I said that ultimately what I, what I wanted to do with my life was basically help challenge 
teenagers. Mm. Um, I had no idea how I was going to do it, um, but all I knew that I'd been impacted by my, my granddad and my uncle in a huge way, um, mm. and they kept me on the right path. And I knew that I wanted to do that for other people. And there was there was a couple of external people from my family also that kind of stepped in. Uh, there was one, you so know, just helped you out. Yeah, so it was um, uh, the youth offending team uh, when, when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was two two people actually. So there was uh, so there was one called Maria, and then there was mm. another one called Debbie. Mm. Um, uh, Maria was very much text, textbook. It was all yeah. theoretical. Debbie had been had a challenging upbringing herself. That's just she could relate to exactly yeah. that. So, so my meetings with Debbie, I'd come away feeling um, uplifted, amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, my meetings with Maria were somewhat just kind of. You can sometimes if someone's not. You know, empathising with you, it can yeah. feel judgmental, can't it? Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. so at some at some stage, I just felt patronised, you know. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, so anyway, I understood at that time, and there was another guy that came in actually, who he came, he came, he came, sat down, and he said, right, this is my background, this is mm. what I went through. Now, cut the shit. This is what I'm doing now. Yeah. So in that moment, I realised that. So in order, so so one, I could resonate with the kids straight away. I could say, look, this is my background. This is what I went through. Yeah. Now this is what I'm doing. Now this is how I can help you. But I understood that in order to have more clout, I needed to make a success of myself. Yes. So yeah. that's what I was. So then you, you need, the, if you like, the girth to be able to go and have the impact you really exactly should be doing. Exactly that. Yeah. So so at that point, then I was on a mission of right. Okay, I need to create success for myself. Mm. Um. So what that looked like, how I was going to do it, I had absolutely no idea but that's all I knew so you, when you look at your roadmap yeah that's yeah. all I had and I knew that somewhere I just had to follow that process to get mm. to that success so I could then fulfill my, my, my calling or my purpose, your purpose in life. yeah um, so I suppose the way that I've looked at property I mean I'm, I'm not I'm not passionate about property I see it as a vehicle as a catalyst it's a fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to then make an impact in, in what, what my life calling us is it's, it's also interesting because you've gone from the typical kind of you know young professional HMO mm-hmm. style so shared, shared house for anybody who isn't in, in property mm-hmm. and it's really interesting one of my big talks is about aligning your values yeah and mm-hmm. you're now going and looking at social housing which yeah. Massively oh. is down that line as well, yeah. mm-hmm. and I just think that is absolutely brilliant. The fact that you have the self awareness to be able to do that, but also mm-hmm. the calling and the purpose, because there's a lot of people who do only focus on the income and focus on that. And mm-hmm. intri- intrinsic motivation, yeah. selfish mm-hmm. motivation, mm-hmm. is actually nowhere near as strong as extrinsic. No, is it? no, and then of course, yeah. Uh, and you know, when you're having to provide for people that you really adore, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know, and that can be a complete stranger. It doesn't have to be your, you know, your son yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. That is such a strong pull. You just have to look at what Bob Geldof did, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know swearing on TV because he was so tired. Well, yeah. that's, that was his excuse anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, that's absolutely fantastic. So I, I love that as a belief. Mm-hmm. And I think actually, I'm, I'm going to skip a few questions here and actually go straight to one because you've actually answered quite a few of them there. But you've gone through quite a lot in your life mm-hmm. you've moved about the place you've mm-hmm. had breakups where a lot of people would have kind of you know gone bitter you've mm-hmm. uh, you know you've gone through hardships mm-hmm. but yet everybody that i know who knows you mm-hmm. says you're a kind individual and you have this wonderful um giving nature mm-hmm. do you think kindness is key to success um I, th- I think as a kind of a view across, say, society, I'd say that the most common perception of kindness is that it's weakness. Which is just so wrong, isn't it? It is. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but the way that I see it, I mean, if you come from that space, I mean, if you generally just want to help people, mm. 
then you will get results in what you're doing. So the way that I see it is that if I can add value to as many people, in, in it doesn't matter how it is. Your impact. Yeah, it's just, yeah. and, and I think, so that was, that that's that's always been my nature. I lost mm. it a little bit from probably 14 to, to 20. And was that when your, 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 kind of your family member stepped in? Yeah, this yeah. is it, yeah. And then, yeah, and then after that, that yeah. it's just, it's, I mean, it's instinctive. I, I just, I just don't do understand why, why it's not. Because <laughs> I, I, I find it quite because most people, most I, I reckon it's probably in the 80-90% most people are genuinely kind people who want to mm, give mm. because we do really enjoy giving to other people yeah, I reckon yeah. there's probably only about 10% who are truly selfish yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I will say that those people if, if you're out there going that's kindness is great but I, I want to be I want to do stuff for me mm. it, maybe don't try and put a false face on, on yeah, kindness yeah, yeah. because it comes across as a false face yeah, but yeah. like I, th I think that's one of the things if people actually just genuinely embrace mm. their own kindness yeah yeah they will see this huge growth because suddenly that that that, that mask they're putting up mm. get, gets taken away and people start resonating with them more exactly and i think yeah. that's something that you've mm. it's really helped you over from from watching you from from third person is mm. because you have this kind and giving nature that meant that people have trusted you instantly because you've mm -hmm. given them something without wanting a return yeah and mm. they've just kind of come in i think a lot of people talk about it kind of like a social leverage almost mm -hmm. and mm. you can use it like that but you don't have to cash your chips that's it yeah and yeah. these people are coming to you out of their own will and mm -hmm. i just think that you know it's something which i just absolutely adore from from your journey which has mm -hmm. been absolutely fantastic so mm -hmm. massive congratulations and i've got to double check what the next question is mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mentioned, I mentioned before we got into this that I wanted to get into the nitty gritty because yeah. it's, all, it's all good about talking about all these this wishful thinking stuff but yeah. I want to get something out of you which people who are listening and yeah. watching can really take yeah. and yeah. I think the biggest thing from you that I think will help everyone out there is the fact that you reckon you had the self-awareness <laughs> to be able to kind of go I need to work on myself. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people get to that stage. A lot of people go, I need yeah. to work on me. Mm -hmm. But the difference between potentially you and them is that you went, right, I'm going to learn this stuff, but I'm not mm. just learn it, I'm going to implement it yeah, straight yeah. away. And mm. you've done that consistently for, what do you reckon, five, ten years? Um, so it's probably, did all, when would it have been 2015? So maybe. So five four, years? Yeah, yeah, four or five, five years? years yeah, yeah. So there's three, there's three aspects there that yeah. I, I want to get the nitty gritty out of. Yeah. You. One, how did you know? How did you get the um, the motivation to keep going? What mm -hmm. kept you doing that? Because a lot of people give up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was the personal development you were doing? Yeah. And how did you actually implement it properly? Because I think that's something mm. which um, a lot of people forget is the fact that they learn and learn and learn and learn and learn and just don't implement. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I, I tell you what, let's, let's do the personal development one first. Yeah. What were you actually doing to improve yourself? So, uh, firstly, it was kind of a self-exploration, should, should we say. So, it was understanding myself, my mind, how it worked. So, you went through a lot of self-awareness? Yeah, self-awareness. I'd say that was where I started first. Bad. Understanding my mind, how it worked, how I could control myself, how I could use... Because one of the challenges that I had growing up is I had ADHD. Yeah. So, it was, for me, it was trying to understand. I knew I had something in, the, in me that made me very impulseful mm. um, and almost obsessed on things. But it was changing that from a negative to a connotation to a positive. And I actually love that. Like, mm. I know quite a few of the sailors that I used to work with, mm. um, they were 
you know, massively ADHD, way out of control. <laughs> and then suddenly, when you just gave them something really clear and you got them to focus, their obsession yeah. was incredible. This, yeah, and yeah. It, all it was was a little bit of focusing them. Yeah. And mm. they had this superpower yeah. of mm. just going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail this. Mm. And when they got focused and they went, I think it was incredible. And mm. I want to see people starting to see these kind of... Um, you know, things like ADHD, kind of mild autism and stuff mm. like that. When you start realizing that you can use them for a pow- pow- powerful good, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it changes the game. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, so when I learned to um, channel it personally mm. into professional, I started to go from hyperactive to calm, mm. but then just channeling that into everything that I do. Do you so, reckon that's because you had an outlet for it, or um, y- yeah? So, so before that, I, I mean, I always did sport growing up, so I had the outlet back then, but I just mm. didn't understand how to channel it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so before, so that was the first step. So the self awareness to understand how I could actually use this to my advantage, mm. um, and then apply the same obsessive impulsive nature to something that was actually going to do me good. And for a long time, that obsession session was personal development. Fantastic. So that was just, and I so I say that was the first one, the self self awareness piece. The other one was, I think um, one of the things that I, the people that I've been around, they give up too early. So I mean, of mm. of the four or five years that I've been kind of on a personal development, personal growth phase mm. um, I'm only just starting to see the results now four and a half years later Yeah. so I think a lot of people think well I've been doing this for a month six months a year why is it not working why is it not working yeah, yeah. so, so and a lot there's of, a massive bit of delayed gratification in there of isn't course, there yeah, again yeah. I mean, that's such a huge part mm. and I, I always try and tell people that success and growth is exponential mm. you see almost nothing from your efforts to begin with yeah, yeah, but give yeah. it a few years and then suddenly oof, it just exactly that multiplies yeah, yeah I, completely, I completely agree with that so I think I think one of the issues people just don't allow enough time for that growth you know mm. um so how did you keep that that so, commitment so it was just my, my, so my core focus or my core calling shall i say what i need to do with my life so and that, and that was what just kept on bringing the, you back because it was a purpose and a why yeah so, so there were times where i slipped off you know mm. of course i went, went back to old ways but it was just then because i had the goalpost was was clearly defined there it was like right okay back on track let's go let's go, let's go, let's go um let's go. and it was just that that persistence just mm. just sheer persistence to get to where i needed to be which is fantastic mm. and i think this is something that i find really interesting uh, and again i love the parallels between sport and business and personal mm. development because the, the, the so so um, i've talked a few times about the people i used to coach so i used to coach team gb's youth and <laughs> junior division for sailing mm-hmm. and the kids who are now um kind of in the olympic development squads and stuff like that they mm-hmm. weren't the ones who had the best kit they mm-hmm. weren't the ones who were winning yeah, they weren't yeah. the ones who were actually learning the most then mm-hmm. it was the ones who had the biggest why and they were the ones who mm-hmm. genuinely wanted a gold medal yeah they're the ones who are now yeah closer and closer mm-hmm. and um i think that is that is so important having that mm. something that resonates with you yeah. and this is where I think a lot of people don't embrace themselves and I love the fact you started with self-awareness mm-hmm. because mm. you have to don't you yeah, yeah, you have to be like right, where the hell do I want to go yeah, 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 right yeah. that I'm gonna that sounds bloody brilliant yeah. and I mean I've, I've got this um, do, do you do any visualisation um, that's the one thing that I don't do that's interesting yeah, that's interesting but by the sounds of it you've used your ADHD to effectively flesh out the, the goalpost anyway yeah that's because it, yeah. you've got that obsessive mm-hmm. nature whereas I, I've kind of I have to cultivate mine so mm-hmm. uh, so I, that's why I use my visualising and I kind mm-hmm. of visualise being able to have um, I love the idea of being able to work on a yacht 
got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so my visualization is kind of waking up in my kind of a house in somewhere lovely yeah. and sunny, going down to the boat, walking around the boat, and having some coaching mm. calls, doing some deals on there, and then going off sailing off to the next one. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. and, and I love that, and that is that is a very intrinsic goal. Okay. <laughs> but then I think about other people I'm helping, and yeah. I think about the fact that you know all the positive environmental impact that my businesses are having. Yeah, that's mm. again something else which I think about and think about how fantastic that is yeah yeah and uh it, it's you have to have that goalpost don't you yeah so oh, I, I just, think you just wonder <laughs> for, for, for me with so um to kind of substitute the the visualization piece because of my nature i need to have structure so mm. one of the things that i do is so i have my kind of my, my long-term goal yep. then i'll cut that down into a 12-month goal and yep. then that quarterly goal that's then in a monthly planner which i break into a uh, weekly mm. and then i put that into my calendar and then i've got daily checklists to make sure that i'm doing everything so i know that on a day-to-day basis everything that i'm doing is taking me to that yeah and I think that's the thing when you can align your pathway and see how it creates it so so yeah. one of the things that I teach my clients is something called dream mountain it's okay. literally just a it's a structure for that to try and teach okay. people so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah your dreams at the top of the mountain yeah. underneath that you got several goals underneath that you got quite a few more um, targets and underneath that you got your tasks yeah, it's basically yeah. right so we're gonna yeah there's your end goal here's mm-hmm. what you gotta do over the next few years yeah, yeah. here's how we measure the success of that and this is mm-hmm. what you gotta do in all these different quarters here's the actual physical nitty-gritty that you gotta do that's it. Yeah, and yeah. I think once a lot of people are just kind of churning away and Turning away and turning away, mm. they don't have that in front of them. Yeah, having mm. that in front of you makes that dream realistic. Yeah, because yeah. do you feel like your dream is yeah. reality? So I think that was one of the missing pieces because I only started doing that around uh-huh. 12 months ago. Ah, so, so you see you guys, it works. It works. <laughs> so it was almost like before, so so I, so the because of the persistence was there, I just mm. carried on. Yeah. But it was only actually when I chunked that down into actual actionable steps where mm. I could start to see the results chipping away Going and start it, yeah. to see that progress where, mm. as you mentioned, it started to, the explanation yeah, yeah. started to come into place. Yeah. Which is absolutely brilliant. I love it. I, I used to, because uh, this is something that I've really personally struggled with mm-hmm. and you know you're thinking about kind of like you can relate to people half the reason why I'm going into mindset coaching mm-hmm. is because I had a terrible mindset and but, I had to work mm-hmm. really hard to get it better yeah. and um, I was I was getting so frustrated because things weren't quite going as fast as I wanted to get mm-hmm. and uh, I'm so grateful for my girlfriend she just went look how do you eat an elephant went, mm. what <laughs> she said I eat a bit by bit don't you it's like, Oh yeah, so you're not going to eat an elephant in one. <laughs> and, and kind of like realizing that actually, you know, when you can kind of see the whole goal, but you mm. can just chip away at it. That's it. Yeah. it that is so, so, so powerful. So mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. I'm, I might just throw these questions away, to be honest. <laughs> so the the other thing that we talked about briefly was um, the way we were talking about. So you got the, you know, that was how you learned. That's how you kind of fleshed out that mm. goal, um, which is brilliant. And that, and, you know, and the way you kept your momentum going was by having the end goal and having yep. a pathway, mm-hmm. which is absolutely fantastic. So big learning point for you guys at home. The next one um, that I think is so key that a lot of people really struggle with is implementing. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. actually kind of, because um, a lot of people are obsessed about learning mm-hmm. and they learn and learn and learn and learn and learn, but don't actually do. Yeah, and the yeah. amount of people I go to, and it's like they've got a huge library and they've read all these books yeah, and it's yeah. like, right, how many of them have you actually done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Have, I, I get the sense that you have not only learned, but you've implemented straight away. Mm-hmm. How have you done that? Um, I think two ways mainly. So it was so the the, the books and stuff. I, I learn best by so first of all, um, understand your learning 
uh, the way that you learn. Yeah. Um, so, what, which one are you? Um, so, I'm do. You do. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, but in the in the same time, I do read a lot of books. So, as mm. that's kind of on the sideline. But the books that I read were books that were very relevant for what I was going through right then. So, whatever mm. pains that were feeling, whatever new um, industry I was trying to crack or whatever, mm. I'd read the books that were specific to that. But I think because of my learning style, I, I needed to find someone that was doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then effectively just. Learn, learn from association. Yeah, exactly that. So, um, so it was. So the first when I first moved to London, it was Evo and Miro. Yeah. Um, so they had nine rent to rent HMOs. Okay. Kind of went right. Okay. Um, so this is how you run a rent to rent business. Let me kind of run with that. Now what we're looking to do is do manage SA units. So I was like, right. Okay. Let me spend a week with you. Show me how you wanted to do it, and then I'll go out and find deals for you. Yeah. Just so, for the non-property people, SA is Airbnb. Yeah. So yeah. it's a, it's, a, it's a completely different beast when it comes to managing it. That's it. Uh, yeah. And it's understanding all the systems <laughs> and understanding you know the check ins check out how yeah. it works so so yeah. i find it interesting that you learn from because because you're a do mm-hmm. a lot of people who are because i'm i'm a i think it's kinetic, learner kinetic well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, i'm a kinetic learner myself mm-hmm. and i really struggled with reading i'm a bit mm-hmm. dis- little bit dyslexic mm-hmm. i've got lazy eyes as well mm-hmm. so i i find the act of physically reading yeah. difficult yeah, yeah. um and association is one of the most powerful things mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. mentioned briefly that you had um really good network and friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I think that's such an important thing is that, yeah understand because some people do read learn and implement straight away yeah, I mean yeah. mm-hmm. um Guy called uh, Valter, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he, amazing example, yeah. yeah. So, so Valter, he's he's a fellow property investor. I will be getting people who aren't in property on this, by the way. <laughs> but you know, he is just a beast. He learns a book, mm. and does it, learns a book, and does yeah. it. So he mm. is fully. Um, I forgot which one it is. That's not Audible. It's. Um, I forgot the name visual. of it now. Visual. That's yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. So he he watches it, he reads it, get, that goes in, and then off he goes. And. Um, but most people are do, most people are kinetic, mm. and they really struggle with reading. Yeah, yeah. And actually going to these meetings, mm-hmm. going and associating yourself with the people that you want mm. to be like, means that the implementing that you're doing is so much easier because you've got, you can see how you to do see, it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And, and you can you can shadow. Yeah, yeah, you get the full picture as, as well, because mm. if it's a, in a book, you just get, you might get case studies or the glossy bit. Whereas, they're, not, they're not getting into gritty again. <laughs> this is it, yeah. yeah. So, so for me, it was understanding exactly what the actual issues were, what the pain mm. points were, and experience it firsthand. So so whenever, so, so say for instance, that was my first um, uh, experience of rent to rent HMOs and service accommodation. But then when I was looking to do sourcing, it's like, right, okay, who do I know is that that's the best sourcer? that I can go and connect with. Um, but equally, I think um, what a lot of people struggle with is is how do I go and find those people? What do I say once I've found them? Mm. Um, but I suppose, spin it on its head. So essentially it's like, right, okay, what does that person need? How can I help them? Exactly. It's all about adding value. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's, it kind of ties into, again, about your kindness thing mm-hmm. as well, because actually giving mm-hmm. is the best way to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's, that's not a case of, like, I've given you something, I want something back now. But actually, mm-hmm. if you can you can go and connect with a multi-millionaire, and mm-hmm. if you can, or like someone hugely successful, yeah. and if you can solve a problem they've got, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who you are, yeah, yeah. Or what your position in life is, they will listen to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you get, um, do you get people messaging you? Because I've started getting people mm-hmm. starting to just message me. Yeah. And the amount of people who just want something, I very mm-hmm. rarely get a message from somebody who's actually like, I can help you do this. Yeah, now yeah. let's have a conversation. That's it, yeah, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. this, that, that is, mm-hmm. for those of you guys who want to associate with people who are hugely successful, that is the best way by far. Mm-hmm. And if you can't figure out how mm-hmm. to actually offer value to somebody, mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say ask. Yeah, just, just go, like, yeah. how can I help you? That's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really inspired by you. I want to be able to learn from you, but how can I help you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They 
they get that. They yeah. just fully get it. And if they mm. don't, you shouldn't be idolizing them. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that is brilliant. So mm-hmm. I, I love the fact you've got all of that kind of stuff like mixed in there. And mm-hmm. um, I think the other thing I wanted to talk about is, is, is motivation because, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of people out there who actually don't understand their own motivation mm-hmm. and they don't have the self-awareness of their own motivation. Mm-hmm. But you have got this, I mean, it does help. You've got, a, you've got your son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, um, people who are like family orientated mm. have this kind of, you know, it's weird. They've got this like living, breathing, <laughs> walking doll. I don't have children. So for mm. me, I don't, I don't have this like physical mm. motivation walking about the place. So I've got to constantly feed and help and, you know, yeah. um, but you know, is that your core motivation? Do you, do you feel that external pull? It, oh, massively. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's so difficult to explain because whenever I used to hear people, parents say about how the kids are there all, I'm like, I understand what love is, but I never quite understood it. And yeah. now it's difficult to explain, but it's it just, I just clicks. feel such a sense of responsibility to mm. just make sure that I provide everything that he, that he will ever need, you know? Yeah. Um, and to just give him that kind of reference point and that, that mm. someone to look up to, you know? Because yeah. one of the things uh, that, that I was, uh, that I never had was a father. So it was, mm. for me, it's so important to, for him to have someone that he can aspire to be. You can actually relate yeah. to actually the, the importance of what you're giving. Exactly that, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's just, yeah, so, so I think more than, more than just being able to provide, just having someone there that he can look up to is just such a huge inspiration of mine too that's fantastic and for those of you guys who are at home and you're struggling with motivation because i think a lot Mm. of people do Mm -hmm. you can really clearly see in you how gratitude actually helps motivation because you you got the gratitude Mm. of the fact that what you're doing for your son Mm -hmm. compared to what how you grew up as Mm. well and i think when people start really being grateful for the things the mm-hmm. basics in life yeah mm-hmm. that actually really boosts their motivation particularly for those people around them because they can see how much of a it, it puts everything in perspective yeah doesn't it? yeah massively and mm-hmm. uh, do, do you ever do anything to kind of work on gratitude um so i mean pray is, is one of the things uh, so are you, are, you, are you religious yeah christian yeah. See, see, this, this is something again i find really really mm-hmm. interesting because i'm personally i'm an atheist mm-hmm. yeah. but there is almost again it's kind of like intrinsic and extrinsic if you mm-hmm. if you believe in a god and you believe in that and you have a pray you, you, you can actually pray you can actually that is almost like uh, like an affirmation it's almost like visualizing mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. are putting something out there and you have faith in something exactly. whereas if you don't have a religion mm-hmm. and you know you you um you know and you don't believe in that kind of stuff actually you almost have to kind of go right instead of there being god mm-hmm. it's, it's me <laughs> and, yeah. and you've actually almost got to have faith that, and you've got to pray to yourself and you've got to do like self stuff which mm-hmm. is I think even more difficult mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, you know so I love the fact that you, you mm-hmm. do that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it's I think it's such a powerful thing to be mm-hmm. able to actually have that um, gratitude and that push for it yeah um, and mm-hmm. you know I, I was brought up a Christian mm-hmm. and that was what I loved mm-hmm. about church mm-hmm. was that it was it wasn't a, um, you know, uh, my church wasn't massively, you know, felt on you know, worship. It was Church of England, so mm-hmm. it's Good. Yeah. yeah. For anyone, if anybody's watching internationally, Church of mm. England's kind of like Christianity light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's not the full blown stuff. You don't you know you don't have to turn up. Mm. Um, yeah. But they were all all of the the kind of the you know the sermons and everything was all about just gratitude. Yeah. Kind of like going, this is brilliant. Let's yeah, help yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. 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 and I, I absolutely loved it, and mm. I'm, I'll forever be grateful for mm-hmm. 
yeah. for the fathers and everything that who you know who, who helped me and the vicars. So mm. I, I love the fact That's you pulled that. Yeah, so I think I think that and and also meditation as well, slowing it right down mm. and just being in the moment. You know. Just so do you do mindfulness meditation? Um, yeah. So so um, oh, what's the app now? Da, da, da. Is it ha Happy Not Perfect? Is that the one? No. Or is it? Oh, oh. Really good. In the, uh, I haven't even got the phone now. Is this oh, one's called the cartoon adverts, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. You got me now. People will put we'll put a link <laughs> to it in, the, in the description if anyone on YouTube. But, yeah, because um, for, for me, when I first tried to meditate, I, just, I sat down still for well, ten chip, seconds and I was like, yeah, I was all over the place. You know, and it was like, right, okay, and don't think, and then all of a sudden. So anyway, so it's like a guided meditation. So that was the first thing. So so with that, that really slowed me down. I think it's important just everyone at home when you're starting out meditating mm. difficult it's it? so difficult you, you yeah, think yeah. that it's just going to be like right empty mm. oh nice and relaxing yeah, and yeah. it's not it's <laughs> so much effort yeah. and like I, you know and I've I've been meditating for about a year now mm. and um, I, I did I did some kind of Buddhist led meditation mm. in college but I had like like a three four year gap mm. and I, I found it so difficult yeah yeah. because yeah, yeah. um, I, I now do mindfulness meditation mm -hmm. which is whole like you know understanding the sensations in your body but mm -hmm. yours is by the sounds of it is more mental it's, yeah uh, mm. um, which I think is absolutely brilliant I, I, mm. I do need to do more mm -hmm. of it um, but yeah how has meditation helped you then um, so, so for me, it stopped the chaos. Um, before giving you focus, oh, massively, yeah. So it's just so. I'd, so in the morning when I first work out, it just gives me clarity as to what I need to do on that day. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the time, as you know, with and, and, and HMOs, you've got well, tenants and property is and, one of those things because because you've got unlike most businesses where they have kind of got a supplier and a, and a yeah. you know, and, and I think mm -hmm. you've got so much stuff in the middle. You've got new properties coming in. You've got developments coming in. You've got mm -hmm. money coming in that needs to be paid back. That's it. You've yeah. got um, all sorts of new legislation being whacked on you. Mm -hmm. The market is so fluid at the minute and, mm -hmm. and, and Brexit and everything is affecting the property market at the yeah. minute and property prices are going up and dropping and going <laughs> up and dropping and it, it's such a complicated business yeah, that yeah. Mm. there is chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just mm. utter chaos and actually mm. they're having that focus and mm -hmm. like there's a great book called The One Thing which I think yeah, yeah. ties in perfectly with meditation yeah, because massively. when you kind of have that moment of clarity and you go that's the thing which is going to drive me forward the most. Yeah, yeah. You can just go right. I'm going to take all of my emotional and physical energy and just go boof and get it done. Exactly that. Because and I, then you realise that all the chaos you can kind of sort out when you're a little well, bit knackered. That's it. I, I think one of my mistakes people think is right. If I don't do that now, the world's going to end. You know. And, yeah. and in the beginning of a business, you're like, oh, you oh, generally think that, don't you? Yeah, so yeah. it's just. So I, I suppose one of the pieces is understanding exactly what you need to get done. Mm. It's a priority order. So what needs to get mm. done? Uh, what can I do? In. So how do you how do you prioritize? Do you look at the thing which is going to take you forward the most? Do you look at the kind of the most important thing or the most urgent thing? What's, what's yeah, your so, so for me, it's it's the most impactful thing. Mm. What's going to what's going to drive me forward? What's going to make the biggest impact in, in myself, the business? Uh, then I look at okay, what's what's urgent? What needs to be done? And what can I delegate to? the rest of the team or anyone else that can help me yeah. um, so it still gets done but it's just not filling up my mental space or, yeah. or my day and this kind of really comes into self-value and stuff mm -hmm. like that which then mm -hmm. also kind of ties into your imposter syndrome as well mm -hmm. because actually you've got to value yourself to be able to actually yeah. think you can do that exactly yeah <laughs> to do yeah, that yeah. efficiently to kind of know my time is worth a lot yeah and mm -hmm. um, that's actually something that's really interesting it's it's one of those things which is slightly different between athletics mm -hmm. or being an athlete and mm -hmm being in business because mm -hmm. being an athlete is so you focused yeah. mm -hmm. but actually this new modern wave of them I forget mm. I forget the runner's name now but the guy who ran the was it the London Marathon the quickest time recently oh. and he had this huge team mm. around him and actually 
his superpower wasn't mm-hmm. just being super fit and being one of the fastest runners mm. it was actually he had a team of like 50 people behind him yeah, yeah. and he was mm. delegating the stuff away which meant that he could focus on the little bits which yeah. he was really yeah. good at yeah. mm-hmm. and I absolutely love the fact you were able to do that mm-hmm. and it's I you can never talk about one little bit of mindset. I wanted to talk about yeah. self-worth. Just, all of this stuff is so interconnected. I just wish I could, I could have kind of like focused down a bit more. So um, I think, okay, so do you have any other passions? What's, what is some of the pulls, Ben? Um, other passions? To or are you just so focused? I don't. So other than health and fitness used to be one of mine but yeah. that fell by the wayside 18 months ago around about the same the time we were thinking of doing property and mm. um, for me i can only really i really really have the capacity to do one thing i just get mm. very obsessed i'm like right okay this is what i need to do There's another great bit of self uh, self um, awareness and self-understanding mm-hmm. is the fact that you know that you get you can't multitask very well. yeah this is it so so for me it's like i'd just much rather do one thing very well mm. than try and do loads of things and not do them very well so yeah. so for me everything has its time everything has its place mm. but I have very specific plans on what I need to do and at, at that point I then do X you know um, so until that point happens I can't focus on the other side so I, I, one of the things that I'm working on at the moment is trying to get more balance because um, mm. I, I know it is important um, but for the last sort of 12 months it's been right this is what growth, 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 this growth, is growth. yeah there's been yeah. no time or, or, or for, for any anything else but I'm trying to get more balance in my life now yeah and I find, I find the kind of people who always talk about balance it's, it's a really interesting concept mm. because what's balanced for you is not necessarily balanced for someone else exactly. I think yeah. a lot of people do the whole catching up with the Joneses thing where mm. they kind of go like no my ideal life is like relaxing and, mm. and you know having the sports car and stuff like that and those are my passions and mm. stuff like that actually no you have this you have to have the self awareness of yeah. going I really enjoy scaling a business. I really exactly. enjoy yeah, working yeah. with Challenge Chinos and impacting mm. them and doing more about that. Mm-hmm. And this is where also that kind of ties into full performance and full recovery. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, you, you're you so committed to what you're doing that that is your passion. Yeah, yeah. And that you're solely executing mm-hmm. on that, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I don't know about anyone who's listening, but you can I can tell that you're just happy yeah. with, with yourself and you're happy with what's going on, which yeah. is brilliant and that mm-hmm. shows you're executing on your self-awareness as mm-hmm. well and this is something which you know pe- people at home if you're doing something and, mm-hmm. and i want to I know if you agree with this okay. so yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're doing something mm-hmm. and you're finding it really difficult and you're not really you're not happy at your core there's a difference mm-hmm. between core happy and kind of like in That's the moment it. happy yeah, 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 yeah but if you're really not happy at the core and you're putting your wholehearted effort into something mm. It might be because you're not actually executing on your passions. You're not, you're yeah. not self-aware of who you are, yeah, and you're trying yeah, to live yeah. someone else's life. Mm. Um, and, I, and I find it quite interesting, actually, because, as you know, I'm in a family business. So, mm-hmm. so my, my property business is with my parents, mm-hmm. and the only reason I was able to do that was because we share the same values and we want to go yeah. to the same place. Mm. And you've talked, you know, you've got business partners as yeah. well, and you're working mm. with other people. Do you think you have to make sure they're self-aware and you're aligned oh, as well? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I think one of the things that that happens quite frequently in in, in property, there's a lot of joint ventures and mm. a lot of um, joint working and stuff like that. I think in any business, you've got to work with people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so for me, it's it's so does that person share the same morals, the same mm. principles, the same values? Because if if there is a misalignment, there's going to be friction and obstacles down the line. Have you, have you had that? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I think everyone's had it. Times. Everyone's learned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got to have a bad relationship before you go. Uh, oh. and, and, I mean, we've, we've, been, we've been lucky that they've, they've kind of fizzled out and we've come to an amicable agreement, but if it's you're going to work with other people, have that conversation. Have the, have the tricky conversations first, you know, because it's mm. better have them then when... Do you, think, do you think that there's something about being British 
that means we don't want to have that conversation. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's a whole polite politeness space. It's like, right, okay, we don't want to ruffle the, the feathers. We want a smooth transition into yeah. the new. We're all proper. We're gonna be fine. Yeah. No, no. When, when actual fact, you want to be going like, now, what are you trying to get out of this? Yeah. How are we gonna do this? What, where do you want to go? And you've got it almost like. Mm. I, I have this thing now with uh, if I want to do business with somebody, I'll almost like take them to a bar, and I'll mm. one, I'll see what they like after a few pints. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah see, if, if, if they drink, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, and I'll also kind of just get chatting, get you know, just. Mm get nice and relaxed with them but also see how they treat other people oh that's a, yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. Uh, I think who was it I think it was Tim Tim Mitchum the uh, you know the, the musician mm-hmm. he said I, I don't I choose who I'm going to work with based on how they treat the waiter and, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's like fully seeing the alignment mm-hmm. there yeah um, which I absolutely love mm-hmm. so kind of on the same vein as all of this um, what is happiness to you um, happiness to me, I mean, I absolutely, I, I will never ever stop working, ever, mm-hmm. it, uh, in the same intensity as well, so I, I need to constantly have, be on the go, be well, doing that's, something. That's your ADHD in play there, isn't it? True. Yeah, 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 yeah you've yeah. got to be doing something, otherwise you're bored. <laughs> exactly that, yeah, so, so happiness to me is, is is measured based on the impact that I'm making, first to the people around me, so, so family, friends, uh, colleagues, business partners, and then to the rest of the society. And then, so that's my happiness essentially. Um, so having a family that are comfortable, um, then they know who they are, where they want to be. Um, that's that's happiness, really. Um, Fantastic. Mm. I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. And I think that's the thing as well is that you you're just like the the epitome of self awareness when it comes to these kinds of things because you've taken the time, mm-hmm. you've taken it. You know, you've got we've all got growth to still do in terms of self awareness, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. but you've done it, you've executed it. You know what your happiness is, you know what your mm-hmm. goals are, and I find it interesting that as soon as you really got clarity on that, that's when your life started having success. That's it, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, I absolutely love that. So, what would be your top three tips for the people listening and at home? Top three tips. So I think, so if you start with, so relating back to my situation was yeah. fully understanding what your passion is, what your your calling is, whatever you want to do with your with, with your life, yeah. uh, whether it be personal or professional. See How if would those, you do that? Um, it's a really good question. So um, this is something that's like people really struggle with self-awareness. Yeah. So I, I suppose like I can't really answer it for, for anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for, for, my, for myself, it was understanding what was going to make me happy, um, what I could do. Um, did you have to consciously make like before you did something? Did you consciously went, is this going to make me happy? Is this no, actually going to relate? To I, me? I suppose it, it was different for me because it was I, I my kind of motivation was based on. And people not experiencing the same things that I did. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's where I get my self-awareness. So I was going, right, okay, went through to, uh, hardships. I don't want anyone else to, to go through that. Uh, if they do, I want to be the person that can be there to kind of help and assist and guide. Yeah. Um, so I, I think... So you've you, almost had a, a self-awareness slap in the face. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. call it that, yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so I, I, I think, first of all, you've got to decide whether whether it's, it's, so, uh, it's going to be for yourself or whether it's going to be for society but it's going to be for family um, and I think the, the people that get the um, the most sense of sort of happiness are the people that are looking kind of externally on, on who they can impact and, and that kind of thing mm. I, just from what I see the people around me and stuff like that so so I think I don't know you have to sit down and work it out <laughs> yeah, this is I mean uh, the people that I've worked with mm. self-awareness has consistently been one of those things which people have to work yeah. on mm-hmm. and for me it's it's always been a case of just you know, 
asking yourself the question. You've got to give yourself the perspective on yourself, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Self-aware- so, so self-awareness is just empathy, mm-hmm. but with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is a little bit of being kind to yourself. It is a little mm-hmm. bit of kind of like, going, is this making me happy? Is, and, and I almost like think it's like, take your life take your life off autopilot yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. just consciously go, mm-hmm. yes, no, yes, no. Yeah. Start actually going through what you what you actually like, what you don't like. So I, mm-hmm. I, I have a... Um, before I start coaching anybody, I get them to do something called 50-50. So I write 50 things down you love, 50 things down you hate. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rank them, see if there's any consistencies in like the top 10. Got it. And mm. uh, you know, I've, I've got a few people who are doing this at the minute. They're waiting for me to do a coaching call with them. And those consistencies in the top, they're kind of like, oh, no, yeah, I can see that. Like, So for me, it was like mm. environmental. Like, environmental was yeah, hugely yeah. up in there. Good. And um, I was like, right, okay, that's a big thing. And I noticed the design was up in there as well, mm. but also helping people and kind mm. of, you know, and kind of having a, like a better operating community was also kind of in yeah. there as well mm-hmm. and that has just given me a compass yeah that's it yeah and that's yeah, what it is yeah. isn't it? it's, it's, it's like a mm. life compass mm. you know like um so Paris the Caribbean isn't it where he's got he's got the compass <laughs> yeah. points to where he wants to go yeah. that's what that is having yeah, yeah, that bit yeah, yeah. of self-awareness mm-hmm. that's that's fantastic you start off with a bit of self-awareness yeah, yeah know what's good what where you want to go yeah that's so, it so understanding yourself first yeah and then understanding where you're going do you think that you'd so would you agree that it's the foundation oh, 100% yeah, 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 right. yeah yeah so that that's it get the foundations in place because uh, you can't build on sand get them strong and then ultimately understand pun there, guys. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 understand exactly where it is that you want to go and then yeah. as we say break break it down into time points so whether that's going to be so some people are, I mean Evo for instance when I first started working with him he had a 25 year plan I mean that's just ridiculous yeah. right? so, <laughs> here's the thing though a plan can change yeah of course yeah and yeah, it yeah, can yeah. adapt yeah. but it means you're going in the right direction that's it yeah but understanding where it is so, so for me all I need is to understand is right okay so what's my number one call in then work in 12, 12 month segments then break down that to three so as long as you're giving yourself a road map in, road map in terms of how to get there um, so I think that would be the number one thing so that's brilliant mm. and Half the reason I'm agreeing with you so much because this is exactly what I teach. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'm doing a day course soon where mm. it's, it's called the Mindset Intensive, and I do exactly that. Okay, it yeah, is yeah. what's your self awareness? Yeah. Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Let's make a pathway. Yeah, and yeah. I think that is fantastic. So, in terms of once you've got your self awareness, yeah, yeah. now for you, by the sounds of it, your self awareness pointed because of the adversity you've been to mm-hmm. straight to mm-hmm. what your goal was because mm-hmm. you know, you've, um, and this is why I think people need to look on failure and adversity mm-hmm. in a new light because it's actually had a really you know obviously it wasn't good at the time mm-hmm. but it's had a really positive impact on yeah, your life hasn't it that's it um and it's given you that mm-hmm. straight away like here's my values here's adversity apply solution exactly. off you go yeah. um would is that the kind of process you would you would say other people need to go through yeah but i'd say exactly that and i think yeah. from from coming from that adversity the, the way that i looked at things rather than looking at uh, problems that come up as being problems i look for solutions in problems yeah um so so whenever i go through tough times in business or family or whatever it may be it's like right what is the solution here mm. so what when you're focusing you're constantly looking for the solution mm. you become the solution to a lot of problems so it's yeah. like even if you're not yourself it's like right okay who do i know that could solve that problem yeah so straight away it's like right okay then you're adding value in terms of your network um and, and i think then the other thing that i'd say that one of the, the things that i'm hugely grateful uh, for is my network the people around me mm-hmm. um because of taking the time to, to really understand That's people you've actually invested people. in your network as in kind of mm-hmm. like you've by sounds like you've left old friends and old connections behind this is to go into the space you are right exactly. now. Exactly, so so creating new friends that-, that, that I mean, that's a whole other talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like, uh, yeah, we could, we could go into yeah. like hours yeah. on that. 
because I think I think mm. probably you know we haven't talked about it actually, but mm. I'm sure me and you have both got some funny situations of kind of like you know having to you know, if you're going to do success, massive mm. success, and grow hugely, mm. you're going to meet some resistance with your yeah. with that that network of people you have, whether it's mm. friends, family, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. They suddenly go, huh? yeah, <laughs> and, and you've got you've you've got to kind of move with the times, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. It's a move with the times, move with yourself. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. Mm. So. Three top tips. Mm-hmm. Have the self awareness. Yeah. You know, you'd agree with the idea of kind of like take your take your self awareness, take your values, mm. apply it to because there's a way you can create a pathway there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that that also, if you kind of approach it like that as well, it doesn't make it too intrintrinsic. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, actually, yeah. you know, I know that my, my visualization is a yacht and stuff like that. Yeah. But actually, for me, just, just so, so everyone knows, my big goal is to have two op- two carbon neutrally operating businesses, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to have the first carbon negative property business. Oh, amazing! Yeah, so yeah. that's a. That's that's you know mm-hmm. that's probably on the lines of the twenty five year plan because because mm-hmm. right now the technology kind of exists okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm not I'm, I'm still developing that a bit but mm. you know so so actually having that fleshed out goal in, in the back end of things is just it's huge and then breaking it down mm-hmm. you've talked about having kind of um, five year goals mm-hmm. you know yearly goals breaking mm-hmm. it down to tasks how much time do you actually spend in the planning department. Um, so another property pun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a plan. you be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll break it down into. So now I've, I've gone. I've separate my my, my uh, calendar into a specific day. So I have uh, a Monday is solely where I help other people in property. Um, oh, that's fantastic. And then I'll the karma involved in that. Well, that's it. Yeah. So so there's that, and then also um, coaching sessions for myself uh, yeah. with, with my coach. Um, then Tuesday, Wednesday, a sales purely sales, Thursdays, yeah. operations, and then Fridays, systems, processes, and planning. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, so, so thank you very much for doing this on your planning day. Didn't yeah. realise <laughs> I was getting in the way there at all. But that, that, is, oh, that is absolutely fantastic. So, look, I think we've probably gone over by about 15 minutes. I think my, my phone was buzzing at some point. Oh, but look, Ben, you have been an absolutely fantastic oh, guest. Thank and you. Thanks look, guys, um, you know, Ben Ben spent uh, spent a good chunk of time to to come on here, and obviously this is the first episode of the podcast, so oh. you know, so massive thank you to you for coming on. Mm-hmm. And uh, look for the people at home who or, or, or traveling, who are, wherever they are, mm-hmm. if they want to get in contact with you, how can they get in contact with you? Um, best way really would probably be either Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Um, so Facebook and LinkedIn, Ben Robinson, very simple. Um, then Instagram is Ben underscore Robinson dot possibly the other way around <laughs> <laughs> well I tell you what we'll put the links yeah. uh, what, are you happy for me to put a link course, to your yeah, Facebook yeah, page yeah, to, to Instagram yeah, in, uh, and so, so I'll put the links to, in the YouTube video mm. obviously if you listen to this on the podcast I can't really put any links to that mm-hmm. but if you go down there there'll be all the links to all, all of his fantastic stuff because you're absolutely flying and uh, I can't wait to have you know two or three years time when this mm. podcast has got a bit more traction and stuff you, you're gonna you know I'm, I'm gonna love the kind of posterity this is gonna be brilliant oh. So look, again, massive thank you for coming, guys. Um, so uh, if you guys want to follow follow me, so obviously this is going to be put out as a podcast on like iTunes, Spotify, everything's coming on YouTube. I'm going to be taking loads of little clips of this as well, so you're going to see our faces popping up <laughs> everywhere. I'm making the most of this time. I'm so grateful for it. Um, but yeah, guys, if you want to follow me, I'm also on LinkedIn. I am uh, Locket Coaching. Yeah, Locket Coaching, all one word, no underscores, nothing like mm. that. Um, 
If you want to connect with me on Facebook, I do also have a Facebook um, profile, which is Will Edwy Lockett. It's E-D-W-Y. It's a weird name. Don't ask. <laughs> um, I also have a pro mindset group, uh, which is, uh, yeah, it's actually called the pro mindset group on Facebook. So if you, if you, I have a link to that in the description, but if you Google that, it's a, it's just a big, big group. We can have a conversation. Yeah. Um, so to Ben, if you want to come along on that one as well, you're yeah, more than welcome to. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I do also have a website. It is currently not published, but if you go to www.lockett-coaching, that's in the middle um, dot com you will be taken to all the other different bits and bobs that I go and do but look one last time because I'm just stupidly grateful for the time we spent <laughs> massive no, thank you Ben and it. massive thank you for all you guys who have uh, been listening hopefully you enjoyed it all I will see you guys in the next one I have not the first clue who the next guest is going to be <laughs> it could be one of about four people depends how next week goes so uh, I will see you guys potentially after Christmas potentially before Christmas we'll have to see how it goes so I'll see you guys later